If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Okay, my lovely people down there. I like forget that we're recording. I like. I I'm know. Just, us three haven't caught up in a while, and we haven't talked. There's so much commotion going on since the proposal that like I haven't been able to really like. I know. Talk to you guys, so it's just true. It just feels so good. It was, a, it a was like of, a huge build up, and then just nothing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I haven't seen you like you guys no, since. since have yeah, I? We, we had the morning sauna after. Yeah, that was that was nice, it, yeah. and the live show. But the live show was. Can you agree? The live show was kind of strange. It was a different crowd. Different. It was different. Yeah. The fans, our fans, were incredible. But yes. I, I think it's just kind of different when you have yeah. a live show at like a bar. And yeah. sometimes you get some hecklers. Yeah. But we were all in a daze too. Like we all weren't. We were fully coming there down. We were coming down from the engagement yeah. high. And yeah, for sure. Which um Loud. Which last week. It hasn't been recorded yet, but for those listening, last week would have been the engaged and enraged episode. Oh, God. This mm. is like Inception. I feel like I'm time traveling. We Whoa. are time traveling. <laughs> the engagement video with what we just recorded a few minutes ago, yeah. you talking about it, will have been out. Woo. And now we are on this new episode, which, Lauren, you get the privilege of choosing the theme today. Okay. What are, what are, what are the- What are your choices? What are Yeah. Okay, so we have You Got Grit. So these are stories, and either way, the the theme that you don't pick will come out because I have invested a lot of time into picking them. They're good stories, either one. But You Got Grit or Pretty Peculiar. You Got Grit are stories where there's some tension or, you know, things going on, but someone involved in the story has grit. They're sticking to their guns. They're holding their ground. They're saying F you to the man or whoever they're dealing with. Or there's pretty peculiar, which are some weird, sometimes crazy problems. And you just kind of hear it and you're like, this is pretty peculiar. This is odd. Peculiar. This is strange. This is wild. Wait, so the first one was just <laughs> grit and then You're like a thesaurus. You got grit. Oh, you got grit. Or pretty peculiar. I, pretty peculiar. I I don't I wanna say grit. Mm. Mm. What do you think, Justin? Grit reminds me of like sandpaper. <laughs> so you're in a sandpaper mood. Sandpaper mood, yeah. I mean abrasive. Uh, yeah. Abrasive. I know. I I mean, I was telling you guys, like, I honestly like I would love to be more of a bitch so <laughs> i just you know i feel Here's like your time if it's if it comes between being peculiar wow that's a wor- hard word for me peculiar let's go lauren <laughs> let's get it i'm gonna say i will say pretty peculiar does i think it gives you more chances to pop off to if you're feeling have a spicy, hot take as the show name states if you're feeling spicy i'd go pretty peculiar you got grit <sighs> Has some that are a little more serious within the theme. Oh. Hmm. So, so do we want hot takes? So much pressure. Or do we want just acceptable takes? Everyone at home right now is screaming what they would want. 
Yeah, so, Lauren, it's on you. This, that's fucked up. You can't do that to me. Justin, you pick. You pick. It's on you. I'm not, it's on you no, now. Yeah, I'm just, nope. Torch no, has I'm been a, passed. I'm kind of a fly on the wall. It's no nope. pass. Nope. You're, you're staying yep. in. You chose to stay yep. in. And so yeah. it is your choice. You well, laugh. It's you now. <laughs> I, I mean... I like spicy takes. So let's go peculiar. Okay. Peculiar. Right? It is a weird. Peculiar. It is a weird peculiar. word. It's a peculiar Pe- word. Peculiar. I wonder how British people would pronounce it. Peculiar. Because after working with British people, I feel like I pronounce everything wrong or weird. I feel like they would be peculiar. Oh, it's not Wait, proper. Yeah. Morgan, peculiar. it was so funny when I was peculiar. listening to the British episode that you have. And you and you go, I just don't, I don't ever remember if it's vague or vogue. And whenever you said that, I lost it because I'm the exact same. <laughs> but hearing you say it made me realize how dumb it sounds. It's not vogue. No chance. <laughs> how do we do that? Why do we both do that? I don't know. <laughs> oh, and also, just so you know, it might be a Minnesota thing because when I was in, uh, in Washington mm-hmm. recently, um, Brian literally looked at Larson and goes, oh, my God, you do it, too. She says, what is it that we say? We say rune. Yes. Yeah, she says rune. Yeah. What and happened to all you? I don't know. I love it. Love it. I love it. Well, you have yeah, small but- <laughs> little hands. Yeah. Look at that big ray on there, too. Oh, my God. I am a monster. <laughs> Damn, Lauren, look at you. You should play piano. Look at that. Your hands are basically the same size as Justin. That's crazy. Oh uh-uh, no, I got, I got. Mm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> shall, shall we, friends? Yeah, let's do it. Let's dive in. Woo! Okay, so this first one, it is coming from A-I-T-A-H, another version of Am I the Asshole? It is titled, Am I the Asshole for telling my mom and aunt they can't be at the hospital for the birth of our daughter over a cake recipe? My 40 male, very pregnant wife, 36 female, is one of the purest women I know. She doesn't have a mean or malicious bone in her body. My mother and my aunt are second-generation immigrants, as my grandmother and grandfather met in a concentration camp during World War II and were liberated and came to America. Because of this, they have developed a close bond. Both my maternal grandparents have long been deceased. Now down to the story. My wife bakes on the side, and my family asks her to bake for them all the time. They pay her, and they get their baked goods. My mom and aunt have asked my wife to recreate my grandma's carrot cake recipe on many occasions. My wife has done this down to perfect detail, and even my mom and aunt have said it might be better than my grandma's. Now, down to what caused me to blow up. My aunt was having a birthday party at her work and asked my wife to bake two dozen cupcakes. After the party, my aunt said, They were a hit, and probably your best batch yet. But did you change something in the recipe? They were lighter and even more moist than the last couple of times you made them for us. My wife responded, quote, nope, followed the recipe on my fridge as I always do. Aunt, no, I know my mom's cupcakes and you have made them perfectly before. This time, you had to have used a different recipe or ingredient. Did you use cake flour this time? Wife, no, this is even the same bag of flour I used the last time. Aunt, 
no, I know you did something this time. I know my mom's recipe, and this is not her recipe. I told my wife to drop it as it was going nowhere and was starting to irritate her. My mom texted us later, quote, what did you do to the cupcakes? We want to know so that the next time we make them, we know what to do to make them taste just as good. My wife responded with everything she had said before. I told my mother to drop it, that she just read the recipe and went with it as she always does. A few days later, I caught my wife staring at the recipe on the fridge, reading the recipe and asking out loud what she possibly could have done different this last go around. I could see she was upset, so I messaged my mom and aunt that they needed to apologize to her because they ultimately were calling my wife a liar. This is so dramatic. <laughs> Pretty peculiar, right? Yeah. My, I forgot that that's what the theme we were going with, and I was like, this is fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> my mom, quote, we didn't say those words. That's rude and upsetting. You would think we're calling her a liar apologize to us. During this back and forth, my wife had made the comment to me that she would be okay if they weren't at the hospital during the birth of our child. After a little bit of back and forth of me being what I feel gaslighted by them saying they are not calling my wife a liar, I said, quote, well, until you can apologize to her for calling her a liar, don't visit the hospital when she gives birth. We are not telling you the day we're going in for delivery until you do. <laughs> what is going on? This set a chain of events off in my family. My sisters agree with me, but my mom, aunt, and their friends have reached out saying I crossed a line. Even my wife has said that it's a little extreme. But when she's asked to talk to me about it, she says she does respect the decision. So Reddit, am I the asshole? I keep being told it's petty to have this much of a blow up over a cupcake recipe, but I feel that it's disrespectful to my wife. She says she's not that upset, but as I said above, I catch her reading the recipe on the fridge and talking to herself about it throughout the days. I don't want my mom and aunt's behavior to continue through to our daughter, and I fear that they may do something similar to her down the line. This is how they've always been. That's what I was just about to say. I was like, this sounds like it's a deeper rooted issue for him that he's experienced with his family before because this is silly. Like, it's just weird and it's silly. Like, it shouldn't be that big of a deal. However, if it's something like he just said that it's so deep rooted for him that they've always been like this and it's really frustrating him and he's trying to set a boundary, it's like he's got to start somewhere, you mm -hmm. know? And it's like, I don't know that they owe her an apology. But, like, it also was weird how much they wouldn't stop, like, hounding her. Like, it, I feel like you mentioned it, like, five different times that they were like, what is this? So <laughs> it's like, it is kind of, it is strange. It's like, she said, she told you guys what, she, like, yeah, like, so it's just like, why won't you stop? Like, you left and you still texted her. Unless it was just being playful and just being yeah. like, what did you, why was that so good? You were amazing. You're such a good, like, you're an amazing baker or whatever. Like, then it is, it is weird. It's like, why were they hounding her unless it was being playful? But it's, it sounds like it kind of was, though, don't you think? They were like, think? they literally were asking, it wasn't like a, what did you change in my mom's right. recipe? It was, what did you change so we can make it because it's so good, good yeah. next time, right? And then, and then on top of it, like her looking at the—that's something I would do, not because I'm offended, but just because I'm like, 
did I do something different? The fuck did I do? Like I could see myself reading off the recipe yeah. and being like, what did I do? Like I did I do something different? Like because if I did, I want to know. I want to know. Yeah, like I like, want to know. know. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I don't really, I don't, I don't get it. However, I, that's why I'm saying it sounds like it's some type of personality that they have or some type of issue that he's had in the past that it's mm-hmm. reminded him of and it's triggered him. I could see that. Yeah, because otherwise it doesn't really add up to me. What do you think, Justin? That's the only reason. Yeah. That's the only way I can see this making sense because I got to say, this is probably the least uh, contentious problem I've ever heard yeah. read to me on this show. <laughs> Where it's kind of like, wait, what was what was the problem again? Like, what are we the asshole for? <laughs> yeah, Who, who's the ass? Like, yeah. why are we even asking this? It's over a cake. Um, but like, this what? is kind of why I really don't like texting a lot of the yeah. time is because so much of it is, yeah, context, but a lot of conversation is tone and the way it's mm-hmm. phrased. And so the same sentence, no matter what it says, can be taken completely different or it can be taken a million different ways through text yeah mm-hmm. versus yeah was it like no like you definitely mess with this recipe tell us because yeah. you're withholding information from us you're and we really want to us. know yeah and that's a disrespect <laughs> to our mom who used to make these yeah that's right. a disrespect to her yeah. versus the other side of it is no you definitely did something that's what how did I'm you in change right. because yeah. You changed something and I know you did and we'd love to know what it is. And then she's like, no, she's normal, right? And the conversation, no, I, I don't think I did. And they're like, no, you definitely did. You're just playing with us. So there's those two different variables. Right. Which all now culminates into her, probably like you said, just looking out of curiosity at the at the recipe on the fridge being like, am I crazy? Did I forget? And now the husband is coming in being triggered because and he's like, is. this is yeah. emotionally affecting my wife, which I will give him props for being yeah. there so heavily for, yeah. for her, which is n- refreshing to, right. s- to see on this That's show. Perfect word. But given that, I feel like it's all a giant miscommunication. Everything's being taken out of context because I don't see enough weight from what we've been given in this story to say, yeah, don't bother being at the hospital because we're slow to, slowly starting to cut you guys off. It seems like an aggressive punishment for the actions at hand. That's why I was so confused by this one. But I will say, I made this cake. I tried it. OP posted the recipe and me and my grandma made this cake. I didn't connect those dots. Yep. Until A, yep. just now, huh? Because you tried it. I didn't get didn't to they? try it. Was this the day that all Hondra stayed into? Yeah. Yep. This so is this is cake. full circle. Everything. It is coming full yeah. circle. <laughs> so my grandma, I, we called my grandma on the way up to Duluth. Justin read the recipe off to her. She came over. I was in the middle of a nap. So I didn't help my grandma, but I, I influenced. <laughs> she didn't even wake me up. She goes, no, Morgan, I, was, I wanted to let you sleep. Aww. So she didn't wake me up from a nap. I was so jet lagged from Paris. And so my grandma made it. But she left it for me to frost. And so, Cute. you know, Alejandra comes over. Proposal day is happening. She frosts it. And we we tried it. And Alejandra literally said, this is the best carrot cake I have ever yeah. had. I remember yeah. her saying that. I would ever. agree. It's the best carrot it, cake I've ever had. It was I, incredible. I think what it is incredible. is a lot of cake to me or a lot of sweets 
taste like they're going to fuck you up. Like they taste like there's some bad shit in there that's going to cause some bad health shit inside you. Like it just feels like it's it all like I it tastes great, but this isn't going to be good for me. Or you just Whereas, have like one bite of a health it. guru kick, huh? Yeah. No, I just think in general in life, Justin especially. Justin doesn't like sweets. But I, I, I think living in this country, though, you feel like half the shit you eat, you're like, I'm just poisoning myself. Yeah. That is true. And this carrot cake, for some reason, didn't feel that way. It was very light. <laughs> that's that's how I will describe it. I didn't know it. that you were going there. That's hilarious. No, and it was. It was yeah. very, it was moist, but not overly wet. Oh my it God. wasn't so many dry. You for saying that overly word. wet. You know what I mean? Like cake. it just, it had this perfect consistency, but didn't taste super sugary. And I've had carrot cakes where the cream cheese frosting on top is just like it. You have it and you're like, damn, I have a cavity already. And so this was truly the perfect cake. Yeah. And so OP does even share a picture of the cupcakes his wife made. Beautiful. I mean, these are professional nice. grade cupcakes. You don't you don't even get this quality from Sprinkles. I'd buy those. <laughs> I would buy these. This is four dollars a to add cupcake some, for sure. Like fun stuff on them. Like sprinkles or like little orange the sprinkles. Things. Or like when they put little flag toppers. Yeah. Those are always fun. Yeah. Um, so I will share the recipe on our Instagram when this one comes out because it is worth trying. Like, it, it's kind of worthy of a family feud, I guess, because it was so good. But the top comment on the original post, wait, do you mean in the delivery room? Hell no. You don't need an audience for that. Clearly missing the point <laughs> of this whole thing. OP said, don't even bother showing up at the hospital. Yeah. That is aggressive. Mm -hmm. I yeah. I think you, I like the I mean, sentiment of when you're sticking using up it, for your wife. Yeah, if you're using it as fighting words, that's aggressive. If you don't want someone to be at the hospital when you're giving birth, you have the right to be as comfortable as you would like to be, in my opinion. I know there's always like, there's been a lot of conversations around that. People get hurt when they're not allowed at the hospital, but it's like, there are some people that are like, I want my privacy. Yeah. And that is totally fine. But he's using it as punishment and as fighting words. And that's where it's like a little bit aggressive. Yeah. Um, I do want to know more about the, the backstory here about right. why he feels like he was gaslit and like, if this is something they always do and him saying, I don't want it to happen to my daughter. Yeah. I do want more info there. But OP does respond to that one and goes, my wife's mom is 2,500 miles away from us. And my mom and her have a very close relationship. So my wife um, asked if the hospital would allow it if she could be in the room. Okay, got it. So his wife Wants wanted his mom in the room yeah, even. That's strange. And so he is now even or saying. That, that's not strange. It's strange that he doesn't want. Or that he's using that As against a, her when his wife wants her there. And I I get like, I just like, I'm I'm really baffled. Like, this is one of those things where it's like. So he's like, he basically is like, you can't come unless you say sorry. Yeah. And Don't the, even bother showing up to the hospital. We won't well, even tell you when she's going into labor. Also, why is it so hard for her to apologize to, though? Because like, I mean, I, I've always... I think that there's some situations where there's just like where people keep on pushing you to their limits. And if they're asking for an apology and you realize like I don't need to keep like submissing to this when I don't agree with the way that you treat me. Mm -hmm. And so like I'm not going to apologize and I'm just going to like move forward with my life. You like and I don't need to have you in it. That's a different story. However, 
if it's just like a really simple like, hey, like, I'm so sorry that that hurt your feelings. I was totally trying to be playful. You know, my my son let me know that that hurt you. And I never wanted that to be the intention. Why is that so hard at the same time? You know, yeah. like I get that it's a weird that she, like she might be annoyed because she's like, I don't have to apologize. But it's like if people's feelings are hurt, why is it so hard to apologize that you hurt someone's feelings? People just need to get on board. And an apology yeah. is not meant to be this overthought over amplified thing like it's yeah. okay it's okay to just be like i'm so sorry i hurt your feelings exactly. but it could be oh sorry if i did hurt your feelings it doesn't even need to be to the point where it's like oh yep i know i did it could yeah. be like hey sorry if i offended well if that's the I. thing the only thing that's somewhat triggering is when people say like um like they pass the blame on you where it's like i'm oh sorry like that you took it that way yeah yeah oh i hate that's that. where yeah. it's like oh just say sorry, point blank. Just that's it. Yeah. It's almost that like they call yeah. it the the narcissist prayer where it's like, sorry, you took it that way. And if it did hurt your feelings, like that's on you. Like it's, yeah. it's this my, whole thing. It's so funny. I used to always get those apologies uh, from <laughs> one of my exes and he would just be like, well, I'm sorry that you feel that way. And I'm sorry <laughs> that you took it that way. And I'm sorry that you, but. yeah, that you <laughs> have these, you know, that, that I'm sorry that you have these issues. Sorry, you're so yeah. sensitive. Yes, yeah, that one, that one. I got that one a lot. I'm sorry that you're so sensitive. And I'm just oh. like, ah. Thanks, that makes me feel great. Yeah. Okay, but here's yeah. the thing. If it was all playful and whatever, and, we're, and the husband is reacting to past interactions with these two, and that's where it's all fueled from, yeah. then why does she go in and be like, yep, I support your decision and I agree? Because that think, was like the last sentence. I think she, like, if this were me, I would just appreciate you standing by my side and like having my back. Like she probably does feel like a little crazy and like she's pregnant. She's going through a lot as it is. So it's just kind of like, well, if that's how you want to handle it, hon, like this is your family. Yeah. Like, right. It sounds I, like they're yeah. overly protective of each other. Yeah. The, which is great. Better than, yeah, the opposite. Yeah, That's sure. true. But I also know if I were taking something too far, even if it were with my family, I feel like you'd look at me and be like, dude, like, it wasn't even a big deal. Why are you blowing this up? So that's why I want to know. Like, obviously it has a little more weight than, oh, it was just playful, whatever. And I was just looking at the fridge just out of curiosity. Maybe it's somewhere in the middle of these two extremes. Or where, he's just reading it. Like, she, I guess. he sees her staring that's at the fridge. That's also what's hard about these stories is it's written by one person. It's yeah, not written always. by... The, what if it was written by the two of them? I also think we need to remember, obviously, it would be very different written by the two of them. And we do have a little bit of an update. But, like, this is a family recipe. Like, this came from a Holocaust survivor. Like, and, like, knowing my family and having Holocaust survivors in my family, like, obviously, this is very fortunate she even has this recipe. Because, like, people were forced out of their homes. They lost everything. Their yeah. art, their recipes, everything. So the fact she has this, like I can see this being like a very personal thing to all of them. But this recipe is so important and used so often that it has a home on their fridge. Like this is a picture he shared of the recipe mm -hmm. and it's on their fridge with a smiley magnet. Like it's home is the fridge. So I think like she could just be like getting milk out of the fridge and like glanced at the recipe and she's like, what did I do? Yeah. And then he sees it and she's like, oh my God, she's still festering on this. I think there's like, there's a lot going on here and he's sensitive because of the history with his mom and aunt. 
And so even if his wife isn't even that bothered, he's, like we said, triggered. Which would make a lot more sense, too, if she was fucking up the recipe. Like if she was making a mockery of it by making it so poorly. Yeah. But it's the fact that, no, it's better. How did you do that? Dude, I'm going to be honest. I'd be the same way. I'd be like, what did you do? Right. But extra baby food. (laughs) But there's a huge difference between how did you do this versus how could you do this? Well, and that's what they're asking. It's how did you? Right. Which is a lot lighter than how could you do this to this This recipe? This is why it's in the theme, y'all. Pretty peculiar. Mm -hmm. This whole fight. Um, so comments do kind of get into like, what, like what's going on with your mom and your aunt? Why are they like this? Why, why are you so triggered? And he does respond to someone that goes, has your aunt always been kind of a pushy bitch? And OP goes, it's a weird dynamic between my mom and aunt. We're not sure what all happened to them getting up, but my mom is fiercely defensive towards her. Mm. My grandfather did have some issues and abuse them. Mm. We know that much. My father passed away in 13 from lung cancer. When my mom started dating again, my aunt torpedoed her own house, cheated on her husband to the point my cousin refuses to be in her life at all. Whoa. My aunt hasn't really dated since then, but she latches on to people that have grandchildren and parade the kids around. It's odd. Someone goes, your aunt is self-destructive and your mom enables her. They've got a codependency thing going on and it's not good for them and it's not good for your whole family. And OP goes, it's not. That's why we're trying to establish boundaries now before our daughter comes. I've enabled it so long in my life. I won't subject my daughter to being gaslit. Ah. So it sounds like there's a lot of context. A lot of context we're missing, a lot of history, but a lot of people did make this recipe. Really? Nice. So, so many. That's hilarious. People said they made it for their work lunch kind of thing. People said it was the best cupcake they've ever had. So many people made it. Was it? Wow. Did you do uh, cupcakes or was it a cake? I did mine in a cake form. I want to try. We should try the cupcakes. We should. Yeah. Made these cupcakes tonight and had to say they're phenomenal. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Nice. Um, and so many people did it. Um, and OP responded back like, "I bet it's the baby food because this recipe does call for part carrots, but then part baby food carrot puree." Whoa. I'm telling you, it's the best cake I've ever had. I'll make it so you can actually try it. OP does add, um, edit, I'm getting a surprisingly high number of requests for the recipe. I asked my wife if I could share, and she said, quit gossiping, take a picture of the recipe, (laughs) apologize for misspellings as I had pregnancy brain, and please let them know I add a teaspoon of vanilla extract to the cake batter as well. Oh, and let them know that they can use any combination of carrots, two cups baby food, two cups shredded carrots, or one of each. Um, here it is. Shared wait, the wait, recipe. Wait, wait. It was the she, vanilla. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she forgot the vanilla. That's That was the missing piece. Uh, cook in a bunt pan for one hour. Cupcakes are 23 to 24 minutes, depending on gas or electric. Mm. She's curious what people think of the recipe. She's added, she's not responsible for any family fights it may cause. <laughs> <laughs> Edit three cupcake tacks and a picture of the exact cupcakes in question. Final edit. This will possibly be my final. I've spent too much time on here today. I respect all of your answers. I definitely understand where my outburst caused a problem. I'm going to apologize to my mother and tell her that she just needs to respect my wife and I a little more. And while she may not feel she did wrong, my wife took it a certain way and that you can't help how people feel. 
Yeah. I agree that she's the innocent one in all of this, and I appreciate all the positive words directed her way. Even if there were not so kind words directed my way, I get it. My wife has felt like a celebrity tonight, and we have joined together in laughing in some of the comments. She hopes that her carrot cake recipe doesn't result in any family feuds. I especially appreciate those that gave advice. I read through each and every one of them, and we had a great conversation surrounding some of the things you all said. I hope in some of my comments, I didn't come off as altruistic. I do kind of love her. If any of you make the carrot cake, please entertain a pregnant woman's wishes and send me a message about what you think. It is amazing. <laughs> um, for those who watch on YouTube, you'll see a picture of the carrot cake we made and... It's amazing. I think all of you should make it, especially if you're into baking or bakers or want to try baking. Because or if you want to celebrate a proposal with a sweet treat. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I didn't try it now. Damn. Well, so I was going to bring it down to the proposal, mm -hmm. a.k.a. Matt's dinner. Yeah. And there was a missing piece out of it because my aunt, who didn't know what was happening, tried it. Mm -hmm. And if there wouldn't have been a piece missing, I would have brought it. <laughs> because I felt it looked kind of weird right. to bring a dessert to that an event. Eaten, yeah. That was already yeah. eaten. So I didn't. But it's an amazing recipe. Nice. Moving along. Okay. Mm -hmm. Are you sticking in for the whole episode? No. Are, is this where you leave? Yeah. Okay, goodbye. I just want to dip my toe in. Just a little yeah. tippy toe? Yeah, yeah. I'm still exhausted from last week's a uh, big episode. Yeah, that's a lot. That we're going to record, I think, tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Time traveling again. Oh. Like Sergey Ponomarenko. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I'll let you guys crush okay. it. Okay, goodbye. Okay. Yeah. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, this next one, it's just us. Justin left. Okay, so for this next one, we're going to read both of these, but do you want to talk about bears or potatoes first? Bears. Okay. So this one is a month old. It is titled, Am I the asshole for refusing to let my wife wake up our daughter to see a bear? My wife and kids, 12 female, 10 female, 8 male, 6 male, 4 male, and I just spent three weeks at our cabin while we got some repairs done on our house. Our 10-year-old, Rose, has leukemia. A lot of the activities around the cabin are outdoors, and Rose doesn't usually have the energy for that. So one of her favorite activities has been watching the wildlife from this big window seat in the master bedroom and taking pictures of what she sees. Her goal since she started doing this was to see a bear. There are some in the area, but it's not too common to see one. She has me take her up to the window seat after dinner and usually falls asleep watching for bears. Towards the end of the three weeks, I had to take her to the hospital for chemo, three and a half hours each way. That night, she fell asleep in the window seat again, and when I got up to carry her to bed, there were two bears close to our cabin. I called my wife over to see, and I took a picture on Rose's iPad, but my wife wanted to wake Rose up so she could see. She hasn't gotten to see a bear this trip. 
I told my wife she needs to rest and that showing her the picture would be enough, but my wife still tried to wake her up. I stopped her again and got Rose in bed. The next morning, I told Rose that there were bears last night and I showed her the picture. She asked if I woke her up. I said yes because I didn't want her to get upset, but my wife told Rose that I wouldn't let anybody wake her up. We did not see any more bears for the rest of the trip, and Rose has been devastated. She refuses to speak to me and deleted the pictures I took for her because apparently it doesn't count. She's even refusing to sleep next to me. She's been sleeping between me and my wife since she got sick. So my wife has had to sleep in Rose's room since the trip. My wife is even talking about taking Rose back to the cabin for a week to try and see a bear. I don't think it's a big deal, but my wife and Rose are still upset with me, so I wanted to know if I was the asshole. I mean, he was trying to do the right thing, but like... It, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I think he did have the wrong decision. I think he made the wrong decision, but like I, but like his heart was in the right, the right place, right? Road to hell is paved with good intentions. <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Your little girl has been waiting to see a bear. Well, yeah, I I don't for weeks, for weeks. That's, she falls asleep every night. Why on this window seat watching for bears? Asshole! But, you have two bears in front of you. But that's this what, feels like fate. Yeah, it feels like these were just bears meant to find Rose, and you don't wake her up. She's gonna fall back asleep in fifteen minutes, bitch. Wake her ass up. It is weird. Wake her up. Yeah. I look at like my mom's husband who passed from cancer was just terrible. Like the worst I've ever seen a patient ever. He wasn't my patient. The worst person I've ever seen. Yeah. yeah. Compared to my patients even that I've mm -hmm. seen in a lot of different hospitals I've worked at. And if I could have given him something that would have like made him so happy and I'm not implying Rose is on her deathbed or anything like that. She's got leukemia. She's going through chemo. Things aren't great. That's the point. If I could have given him something that would have made him so fucking happy so easily, I would have. Why do you think he did that? I don't know. That's why I'm trying saying, to be a good guy. And that's I what, get that's it. What good I'm saying. That's why I'm like, I'm like, did he make the wrong decision? Yes. But, but is why he, not wake her but up? But is he an asshole? I don't think he sounds like an asshole. I think he just made a bad decision. But why not wake her up? What's the point of not waking her I up? I don't you know. have not one bear, but you have two bears. People can be really sensitive about letting people sleep. I mean, you just said how your grandma did it to you and you wanted to make the carrot cake. Oh, I was pissed. Yeah. I was so mad at her. And I'm like, Grandma, I want to do that with you. Yeah. And it's it's not like your grandma was like, I'm going to be an asshole to Morgan. Ha ha ha. No, you know, but, so I, that that's that's yeah. my only reasoning. And like, I think he made the wrong decision. But like, do I think that he's a bad guy? It doesn't sound like he's a bad no. guy. But at the same time, it's so easy to get her awake and then provide her so much happiness. happiness. I know he fucked up for sure. And that's the thing when you're dealing with chronic conditions or you know, maybe acute conditions or things like cancer, the brain is so powerful. Yeah. Is sleep important? 100%. But our activities just as important, our fulfilling yeah. side quests and passions just as important? Mm -hmm. Yes. 
I literally, Justin just showed me this video and it was the craziest fucking thing. He showed me this video of this woman who was 104 years old and she wanted to go skydiving at 104. Hell yeah. So she went skydiving and she jumped out of the plane on her very own. I was really scared watching her come down because I'm like, holy shit, what if she has a bad landing? She's 104. Her bones are basically peanut brittle. Oh my God. She had a good landing. Very descriptive. She went on. She, you know, had a good time skydiving. She is now getting certified to be in the Guinness World Record as the oldest person to jump out of a plane. But guess what happened? What? Four days later, she passed away in her sleep. What does that mean? She's dead. Okay, but like, what? what's the... What's the point? Yeah. Let people fucking live. Okay, got it. She had a great time. Got she it. She's in this news article. I thought article. you were trying to allude to the fact that skydiving made her pass away, and I was no, like... No, 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 no. She went hmm. peacefully in her sleep. It doesn't sound like it. In this article, it was kind of crazy. It was kind of confusing, and it felt like they were writing an article about her skydiving and all this crazy stuff, mm-hmm. and they interviewed her, and then all of a sudden she died, and so they kind of had to adjust the article. Because it was only four days after. Yeah. And it's it's one of these things like you're never guaranteed. Let people live. Yeah. Give them the experiences. And Absolutely. she was 104. Well, like, that's yeah. a different story and than I a think, 10-year-old with leukemia. But like, let her see the bear. And I actually think <sighs> this is kind of a good like reminder and a good point because there is moments where there is something else that's more important than your sleep. Which it would have taken it would have yeah. taken maybe. 15 minutes from her mm-hmm. at most maybe an hour hour and a half until the bears wander off and she calms down and is able to fall asleep again mm-hmm. after that adrenaline rush of seeing the bears but what would that have done to her psyche exactly her mental health exactly yeah and the brain and that like i said is so important so important exactly. and powerful what do you think the overall vote on this one is you're the asshole yeah you are correct sure. of course top comment you're the asshole you decided for her, even though your wife was clearly telling you that you were wrong. Mm-hmm. Then you disregarded your wife's opinion as well. And guess what? You were wrong. So from yeah. this outsider's perspective, it looks like, quote, my female child does not know what she wants. My female spouse does not know either. Ooh. They don't really know their own minds. Ooh. I know better. Oh, I really hope I'm wrong, but you Got might em. need to sit with this some and ask why you chose this. Also, why lie about it? It either mattered, so wake her, or mm-hmm. it didn't, so be honest. You know what I think makes him the biggest asshole, actually? Chills. Is that he is asking or like trying to defend himself and saying that he's not the asshole or like that like he didn't do anything wrong like him him posting about it to me and like being like I didn't do anything wrong is actually what I think makes him the asshole if he were to just do that and then turn around and be like I fucked up I'm so sorry I just I wanted you to have good sleep I thought we would see so many more bears and I just wanted you know if he did that but that yeah that's the part that it's like mm. and you know why he knows he's the asshole why because when his little girl asked him, did you try to wake me up? Mm-hmm. He lied and said, yeah, we tried. You didn't fucking try. Dick. You did the opposite of try. That is really annoying. So if you did try or you knew you should have tried, mm-hmm. why are you lying? Because yeah. you don't want to be the bad guy. Don't lie. Don't lie to your kids. Tell the truth and say, sweetie, I thought it was more important for you to sleep. 
Like you just said. Yeah. Don't lie. Yeah. Moving along. Yeah. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's do another one. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, so this is coming from the Two Hot Takes subreddit. It is only nine hours old. Whoa. So it's titled, Am I the Asshole for Asking My Ex-Husband for his sperm. <laughs> I love when you have little giggles. <laughs> My ex and I were married for eight years. We got married at 22 and I got pregnant at 30. Then I discovered that he was being unfaithful to me with a coworker while I was pregnant. So I asked for a divorce. He seemed quite remorseful and he didn't want a divorce, especially for our daughter. We share custody and he pays support. My ex-husband is very attached to my daughter. He has the right to see her two times a month, but I let him see her whenever he wants. So he comes to my house about three or four times a week to see my daughter. My ex wanted us to try a relationship again, but I said no. Now, two years after our divorce, I want another baby. I don't have a partner, and I don't want just anyone to be the father of my baby. So I asked my ex-husband to give me his sperm so I could get pregnant again. I made it very clear to him that he did not have to pay child support for the new child. He simply has to be a sperm donor. He accepted and even said that he wanted to take care of the baby if I became pregnant. I told my mother about my plans and she called me an idiot since according to her, I am, quote, giving my ex-husband wings that we could be together in the future. My mother told several of my family, and I've been getting a lot of harassing messages about how I'm an idiot. Several of my family were against the divorce, saying that anyone can make a mistake, like the one my ex-husband did. Am I the asshole for asking for my ex-husband's sperm? No, do whatever you want to do. I, okay, this is going to be probably a hot take. I love this. Yeah. I love this. I think it's pretty peculiar. Right. Out of the norm. Mm -hmm. But I love this. Yeah. Like, what is that saying? It's like, um, oh, it's something to do with like the devil you know. It, like no engage with the devil you know. I have no idea. Also, I just feel like I should say this because anyone who's watching the YouTube video can probably see that I'm just like so fidgety today. Why? I've just felt I've just been like extra ADD today. I don't know if you ever feel that way. Yeah. Like some days it's just like I've been pacing all day today. Yeah. Maybe so it's something to the moon. There's eclipse. There's an eclipse tomorrow. <laughs> I don't I, I think it's because I just like drink wine last night when I was watching a movie, maybe. But could be because of the moon as well. Um, there's an eclipse. There's <laughs> some sort of solar lunar i don't know there's an eclipse tomorrow it's a big deal uh, i'm getting up early to nice. see it Ooh, i jumped in the ocean naked on the full moon no what was it called it was called the blue moon or something mm. was that what it's called yes yeah i saw Powerful. a tiktok that was like going to a body of water naked and i was like okay. bet yeah bet <laughs> was it good yeah it was awesome there was like people around too but it was so dark that i was like it's fine they can't see me i was kind of nervous but yeah i i jumped and it That's was really nighttime cool. and it's like our ocean's kind of cold, so... That's really cool. I'm pretty proud of myself. 
So the saying is, better the devil you know than the devil you don't. Okay. And that's the saying I was looking for. Like, you already know what you're getting with this guy. Yeah. You were married. You obviously loved him. You probably still do love him. But you have a child together already. He's a great dad. I would rather have him. And you know, like, genetics-wise, you know where he's at Mm -hmm. genetically. Like, you know. I would way rather have a kid with someone I know than a random donor. And there's a lot of ethical questions where, like, sperm donor-conceived kids don't feel the greatest about it. I love this. I get all of the sperm. Let's go. I really hope that my mom isn't mad at me for saying this because I usually don't like to talk about specific people, but it has to do with me. And um, and my mom said that she's she was like, I didn't I haven't told anyone this. Are you so, a sperm donor kid? <laughs> can you imagine like this just how you drop in this on you? Yeah. No, oh my God. I would be like, no, no, no. So my mom basically just said, because there's four of us and um, from my mom and my mom basically said that she realized that her and my dad were probably not going to be able to last, but that she got a call from the doctor who delivered all three of um, like my siblings. And he's like, I'm retiring soon. So if you are going to have another child, I just wanted to let ev- like everyone know. And then comes Lauren. And my mom was like, I've always wanted to have four children. So I had I had you. Thank God she did. <laughs> well, because that's what I said to my mom. I was like, damn, mom. I was like, if if I was you, I wouldn't exist. Like, Because she was like, you wouldn't have wanted to have a kid with an unstable relationship. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. But she but my mom was like, I knew I wanted to have four kids. And so, you know, I just kept like, you know, trudging forward. But that's insane. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, Jan. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I don't really, I have no idea, honestly, the dynamics of their relationship. Like they got divorced when I was three years old, like, which yeah. is not shocking. But then also, I kind of think it's crazy that she already was thinking that she didn't know if the relationship was going to be able to last and then, you know, still had me. Well, and then that would have been like, you were four three. Years. She got pregnant four. Yeah. So, so like at least four years yeah. of like, you know, trying to make it work. So, I think, you know, I think there's a lot with a a lot of people when they're like, I love this person and I want it to work and I want to just you kind of like delusionally like being like, I can make it work. It'll work and they all figure it out. And then but knowing in your heart that it doesn't really make sense. Yeah. So I think that's kind of what happened. But yeah, I'm so sorry, mom, if you didn't want me to tell you anyone that. (laughs) No, I think that like that's really I mean, I think you get to a point, too, where you're like, well, what's the harm? Like. If we work, if we don't work, we already have three kids together. Mm -hmm. What's a fourth? Yeah. And like this person writing in, they're even saying like, hey, you don't have to be responsible for this other child. Mm -hmm. I just know I want another one. Yeah. And how great would it be for the kid we already have to have a sibling? Mm -hmm. I, I think this is really cool. Yeah. Really cool. Because also, if you think about it, how many people are out there where they have a gay best friend that donates the sperm? Okay, okay, okay. Everyone's yelling. <laughs> That's probably pretty rare. <laughs> but I just saw someone that I know personally. I'm like, I know so many people that have done that in movies. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I know this girl personally. I've met her in LA at various parties and she's kind of a... Uh, she used to work at BuzzFeed and so she's got a following. She's an influencer, I guess, a content creator and um she's going through this whole process of like like egg freezing and 
IVF and all of this stuff. And I'm pretty sure her gay best friend donated his sperm. That's awesome. And so it's like people do it. I just I think this is really cool. It's, I, it's yeah. peculiar, but I, I fucking love this. I think Not the asshole. I absolutely understand, though, if uh, let's say that they have a relationship where it's kind of tricky, like where, you know, if he's still in love with her and he still yeah. wants to be with her. And and again, Ooh, like, he could be saying yes just to get right. closer. And, and look at it this way, too. Let's say, you know, I want to believe that he's just such a good dad that he loves his child so much that he wants to see his child four times a week. But what if the reason for the motivation was because he gets mm. to see his ex-wife so often, you know? So her family saying that she's an idiot could actually just be looking out for the fact that to it's just entangling her with somebody who's not good for her health even longer and even more. So I don't blame them for, you know, absolutely being like worried about that. I would have to know more about the situation. I don't think that she's an asshole for that thought. And I think that it could be, you know, really great for her. And if that's what she wants and they're all aboard, that's all that matters. It's their decision, not anyone else's. Yeah. But people from an outside perspective often can see things that sometimes people that are in the situation are a little bit more tunnel vision to. Oh, for sure. So. And she's just baby. Baby. Right. Baby. Yeah. She might not be even considering all these other ramifications of right. this. Right. I love that word, by the way. I haven't heard it in a really long time. Big word for Elmo. <laughs> Top comment does point out something that I didn't consider. Mm. Child one is his, but child two isn't. But it is. I see some therapy in these children's future. Fair. And that is such a valid point to so bring fair. up and something that I'm just like, Whoa. happy ending. Yeah. That just like, actually mind fucked me. And it's I'm like, so true. And I'm like, wait, because he's saying yes now. Right. He's saying yes, like have the sperm and I'll even help with this other kid. I'll help if necessary. But you're right. Like he's the dad to their sibling and he's just the sperm donor to the other. Whoa, that's so fucking true. Dude. Why didn't I think of that first? God, don't you wish you had smart, fast brain? Smart. Smart, fast. <laughs> smart, fast. I literally think some days I'm like, God, why is my brain not faster? Like the way people can come up with quick reactions yeah. and like quick quips. And I'm like, oh, be smart, be fast, be smart, be fast. Sometimes I listen back to our episodes and I'm just like, sometimes I yell at myself and I'm like, no, Lauren. No, no, no. Didn't you see what he did? <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen those videos of the people? And it's with that interstellar music. I've talked about this before. Mm -hmm. But it's like a clip of them and then they cut to a clip of themselves yelling outside the window. No, <laughs> no. And no, it's literally like that. that. But that is a really good it's point. A lot of self-reflection. For sure. <laughs> but it's a solid, solid point and a consideration where, yeah, like it might be harmful that kid if the dad does decide to ignore that second one because he didn't really agree. Like in a sense, like I was just donating sperm. But in my head, I go to, well, is it going to be even more harmful? Because our brains are wacky. You can't yeah. you can't predict how we each respond to things and yeah. how a child is going to feel as much as we try to, like, hypothesize. But would it be even worse if the mom did go to a sperm bank and had a random, you know, number, I'm picking this profile and whatever. And that child is like, my sibling has this whole happy, healthy dad and mom and has both, but I was, you know, a donated sperm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, people, we, we try to argue this and it's like, yeah, this, I see some therapy in this child's future. But yeah. the reality is 
we all need therapy. Yeah. Like life is hard. Look at what we have to deal with. Look at what it gets thrown in our faces and what's happening around the world on a daily basis. Life is hard. Well, we you, all need therapy. Yeah. You and you you bring up something also that something you said just like reminded me of a real world or not. This is not a real world, but like reminded me of something in my life where I have a friend who had a baby with somebody and the dad disappeared for about 12 years of wow. the child's life. Yeah. And then the dad came back into her life mm -hmm. and wanted to have another child. And they had another child together. And my concern for that is if you think about it. So now the the first child is like what? Like, you know, 16 years yeah, old that's an age or so, gap. 17 years old. Not about the age gap. But if you think about it, that child who's like 17 years old did not have her dad in her life at all. Why does this one get a do-over? And now and now her Ooh. brand new sibling, the best case scenario, if this guy is actually stable and a good guy and he changed his ways and like stopped doing the shit he was doing because he was MIA. He was gone from her life completely for yeah. her entire life. He left when she was like three years old. And so she doesn't really have a memory of him. So if he if he were to actually show up and be a really good dad that's the best case scenario that would be the best thing that could possibly I'd be so happy about that but then how it's much would that her. fuck up like how much would that like hurt to watch as like a 17 year old watch your dad who never wanted to be a part of your life even though it's because not it wasn't personal it's because he was fucked up but like at that young age it's like it feels so hurtful like you don't want to be a part of my life and now watching him raise your younger sister and be a really good dad to her I went through this it I went through it, this yeah I literally like you saying this or it does bring up a lot because my younger sister we have the same bio dad, mm -hmm. but I grew up with Jerry as my yeah, dad. Right. And it's this complex situation. And I do remember having those feelings a lot mm -hmm. where I was like, well, Paige got something I never did. Yeah. And this and that. And it it does hurt. Mm -hmm. It's a really weird, weird, weird feeling, especially because I did have my dad, Jerry. Yeah. And it was really complicated to like process as a, as a kid mm -hmm. as a teen and seeing this other side of the coin what could have been or things like that and it is very hurtful yeah it's interesting and I'm I'm really good now and you know me and my sister we've the grass isn't always greener on the other side I think is like the moral mm -hmm. but it is challenging yeah because as a teen or a kid you don't have the tools equipped to process that no and so you're just ugh. Ugh, it hurts yeah no and I, that is a really challenging situation mm -hmm. like I I literally you're telling me this and I'm like oh my god like mm -hmm. I get what that that girl the young teen yeah. at this point having another sibling now is feeling because I was there and right a 16 year age gap is way bigger than eight and it's probably even worse it's magnified right and she she's never the you know she's never said anything but yeah. I I know that she internalizes things. So it's like... They try to be so tough. Yeah, they we do. I Like, I remember, like, so many things whenever I was a kid, too. Like, I kept to myself. I I wanted to just be tough and brave and, you know, like, not show people that my weakness. And, and now I'm just like, wow, 
yeah, I'm sad. <laughs> just always telling people, but like, yeah, when you're young, like you try to like be strong and yeah, it's just, it's tough. So, uh, that being said, I, it's, it's really hard. Cause it's like you, I want to support, I want to support any like decision that they want. And if it makes them happy, then they should do that and not have external people kind of tell them not to. Yeah. But, but I do see why people are raising concerns. Valid. Um, they're valid. They're yeah. valid concerns. Yeah. I, I think it is interesting. It's an unusual problem. I, I think I was, I'm very quick to get on board because I, I think, I think if you have two willing participants, like it does sound great. Like, I think it is really fun having siblings. I think this is a better situation than a random donor. Mm -hmm. That's my take. There is an edit from OP. I just want to say I made it clear to my ex that I wasn't going to get back with him. I just wanted his sperm. Likewise, if in the future he does not want to continue paying support for the new child, there would be no problem. And people were, I mean, this is very new. There's not like a vote on this one. The top comment I read, someone does make a comment that's somewhat interesting. Almost seems like she's punishing him for cheating by not getting back together. Yet deep down, she still wants him in her life. No. Was that a guy commenting? <laughs> They're already bonded. They already have one kid. Yeah. Like Sorry, that was mean that I said that. It's they, just... <laughs> they already and they go they go on to say, though, OP should seek a therapist, decide mm -hmm. if she can forgive him and then very likely get back together with him. I don't think I agree with that one. Personally, they're already connected. When yeah. you choose to have a kid with someone, you are connected for life. Yeah, that's I know. I have a lot of respect is. for people that uh, date and get married to people who already have kids and they don't have kids themselves and that they're actually genuinely good, like uh, step parents and like really love the kids. Yeah, because I think that like it's really easy to get like so jealous that like somebody did something that you didn't like and was bonded with and is bonded with someone else forever because of it, mm -hmm. you know, and so for people to have like the maturity and like you know, strength to just like be like, life is life. Life's messy. Like, I love you no matter what. Like, I'm always like, that's awesome. Yeah. I can imagine that it can be hard for people who like haven't had kids and then they date somebody who has kids with somebody and they're just like in their life forever, you know, because usually I, your exes are just kind of like gone. Yeah. But like they're like you have to deal with their exes all the time because they have mutual I, kids. I yeah. would struggle with that. It I think. takes strength. Yeah, I, in my opinion. I wouldn't be a bad stepmom, but like I... I when I was dating, I did encounter guys that had kids mm -hmm. and I just knew at the point in my life, granted I was dating people 5 years ago. I was I was 24 when I was dating. I knew at the age of 24 mm -hmm. I didn't want to be a stepmom. Yeah. And that was a lot for me at 24. I get like later in life that might not be a concern, mm -hmm. but I knew for me that wasn't right. It wasn't the fact that I would be jealous of those kids or hate those kids. Not the case. I just knew what I was capable of. Mm -hmm. I'm 29 and I'm like, I'm still not capable of having my own kid. So right. you know what I mean? But yeah. I, I think there's a lot there. But we do have a lot of comments from oh, OP. Okay, let's get them. So um, someone like, I'm going to be honest, OP is kind of getting torn apart in this mm. post. Okay. Someone goes, you are an asshole. It's his daughter too. You don't let him see her. And any other kid you have together is his too. You women make me sick. My ex had the same entitled attitude when she wanted a divorce. 
Okay, sorry. I'm kind of confused. I thought that that was their agreement, like, that they wanted was the custody rule. Was that not So, OP responds, in my country, custody is always given to the mother. Okay. So, it doesn't sound like it's the U.S. Okay, yeah. Speculating here, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, Someone else goes, the rest of that comment is, we need to ban this person. I'm going to be honest. Like, they seem bitter. They just seem goofy yeah it it is interesting though i think i mean that comment was obviously very hostile and it sounded like it's coming from the fact that you know he has an experience that he's still not over um but it is That's al- what it's giving yeah but it's always interesting to me like how much um it really is like with children i feel like the woman in most states in the united states it's always like the woman takes like priority of the like custody mm-hmm. um and i always I just kind of think that's interesting, you know, like I I don't know if statistically that's accurate because I know there there used to be a big problem with dads typically Mm -hmm. relationships we're talking about. They would get custody when they maybe shouldn't have. Okay, so we'd have to look up the stats for that. I'm unsure, but I I remember hearing something like this. But yeah, I so, mean, I don't have any facts at all. I just have it's what I've heard. The societal like, just roles. random, like yeah. random comments, like being like, um, you know, like women typically like get uh favor favoritism when it comes to custody ruling. Like, and I, I've just heard stuff like that. I yeah. haven't ever done my like research. So no, thanks I, for calling me out. No, but I'm I'm unsure too and I just don't want to perpetuate anything falsely mm-hmm. and I think a lot of what I was reading on too was like in terms of um like abuse cases so it might be a very like specific population but we could we could fact check and include that in yeah. the show notes but there is another comment they go he said he will help you raise so he will equally give his father's love it's not a bad idea OP goes, I know. We had planned to have two or three children before the divorce. I think that's why he easily agreed to it. Another comment. You're being selfish and unreasonable. How exactly are you going to get pregnant? A turkey baster. <laughs> you just shoot it up. That's, I know it's not that simple, you guys, but come on. As others have stated, you will need to use a facility so that he is absolved of all responsibility. It's also a dick move to have his child that is fully related to their sibling yet won't even share the child's last name. Be honest. When you got divorced, did you even change your last name back to your maiden? Wait, what? I don't know why that's relevant. Yeah. (laughs) Again, you're being selfish. You're giving your ex false hope. Blah, 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 blah. Get some therapy. Hmm. I, I like don't know why people are getting so up in arms about this one. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm, am I drunk? Yeah, maybe we're drunk. I don't know. I mean, it is a Friday. We usually don't record on a weekend. So like, (laughs) cheers, baby. Maybe, maybe we're just drunk right now. I, I don't know. I guess I kind of just think it's their life. Like, it's kind of like, I think, I think the, the consideration, there were some valid points. Yeah, 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 of course. Hey, you're one kid versus the second kid. Like, that's, no, of course. That's their dad, but not yeah. their dad. That that's valid. Yeah, absolutely. Like we just went off on a, a whole like personal like issue around yeah. it or con- or concerns around it. But I, I just yeah, it seems like there's a lot of people in the comments that are just taking it very like putting their own personal, which I mean we all do, <laughs> but they're putting like their own personal touch into it. And like I don't know why she would be such such an asshole to other people for thinking about this concept because people I mean 
She he might, said yes. Yeah, he said he said yes. Yeah. If he would have said no and she pestered him, him then, and pushed then it's and different. nagged. Yeah, it's different. Different. Yeah. But like, and also, like, I don't know why people are so worried about giving him false hope, to be completely honest, because I'm like, okay, I... Sorry, I'm just having a hard time trying to, like, formulate exactly what I'm thinking. But, like, I... He cheated on her. <laughs> I mean, he... It's his fault he, it ended. He cheated on her, and he... When she was pregnant, which, to Scum. me, is honestly one of the worst ways to cheat on somebody is when they're carrying your baby and going through who knows what she was going through and being pregnant. Like I have a friend who was just pregnant and she had a really tough pregnancy and to cheat on the person who is bearing your child. Like that is just so low to me. That's bottom that of the barrel it's, scum. Yeah. That I'm like, I don't I don't think people like obviously like people deserve second chances people make mistakes I understand that I don't think that like just because somebody cheated one time that makes them a horrible human being forever they're just stapled that way I don't I don't believe that like that you know whatever but at the same time why are we all so worried about him in the comments you know what I mean like everyone's like you're giving him false hope who cares let him live. He's Who he's choosing. Cares? <laughs> he's choosing his own fate. Yeah. Like why? What? Like am I? Is that crazy for me to think that? No. Or, okay. I don't cool. think. So. I don't think so. Me personally. Okay. <laughs> I'm on board for this though. And someone does point out. I mean, OP can just get a sperm donor. I'm sure they've done background checks on the men who have donated, so it's not like she will be in the dark. I want to hear her reason for not considering this option or adoption. OP goes. Actually, I have considered adopting. Mm-hmm. And the person goes, what made you change your mind on it? Nothing changed. I always had it in mind from the beginning. Of course, it is a little more tiring, but I have considered it. And I'm going to be honest, like adoption from what I know from people who have been adopted. It's not easy. It can also come with mental health concerns. My friend has really struggled with it. And also like it's easier cheaper and again you're getting into bed with the devil you know versus one you don't like well, oh sorry and not to say like i'm not implying anything negative about an adopted child i'm just saying like it it's easier it's uh, it just seems easier in my head i think so and this is something that what i'm about to say is not like how i feel i just think that there is this trickle down effect that is still impacting our current state of minds but you know our like one generation ago like our parents generation it was very pressured for people to have kids from all the same person oh my god my mom went through hell and I went through hell I got bullied yeah and you've told me that before so it's like and not that that's right at all to to think like that like think like oh I should just keep it from like the same you know sperm it's not that that's right but it's also not crazy that she's in that mindset you know what I'm saying like kind of just like okay keep it with the same like same genetics kind of thing like because it is a trickle-down effect maybe in like a couple hundred years that would be laughable but like right now it was literally only like you know like a couple decades ago that people were so like adamant the social pressure of you know so so I'm not surprised that she's thinking like that I I think you could be on board and 
I just, again, like it's her choice. I, I'm on board. Like whatever, yeah. whatever her reasoning is, I think it's, I think it's fine. I think it's good. It's just, it's I really, wish I coming from someone who me and my two brothers and my sister, we have the same dad, but me and my two brothers, we all have different dads. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have like shared all the same dad with my siblings. Like would have made life real easy. But then we could have shared in the trauma. Then, then you wouldn't have the same siblings. I, I wouldn't. And then it's, it wouldn't be, you know, it worked out perfectly it and did. beautifully. It did. But growing up, you're like, God, like, why does Taylor have to go to his dad on Christmas Eve? And right. I have to go to my dad. And, right. and Matt doesn't go to his dad's at all. Right. Like, it, life would have been less complicated. Right. One thing I will point out, and it, it speaks to maybe the people commenting, but someone goes, you shouldn't have told anyone about it. Just say it was an accident after a date. The question is, dot, 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 what's the method of donation? Direct deposit? Ooh. <laughs> so OP, OP goes, I haven't seen the possible methods yet. I will consult with the doctor to see what would be the most effective possibility. Dude, me and one of my friends, we like, we're like, if we're 40 and we're not married and don't have kids, we will get married and have children and have a sexless marriage and um and child i've seen a lot we of platonic like, relationships yeah too, we were on TikTok. We, were, we were like literally like we'll still live our life but we will just like have like a, a family together because we want that and so if we're 40 years old we're like we and even even though it'd be easier to just have sex like we we're like we'll do like sperm don't mean don't, don't mean, yeah so that we never have to have sex so it doesn't get complicated so we can still live our own lives and like do Love our that. thing but like raise a family together such a like crazy idea but like if we were 40 years old and I'm like this I want a family and like I'm like it's like and then this is someone I trust and I like I can trust is gonna be like a good like you know that's the thing when you choose to have (laughs) kids with someone make sure they're they're good they're gonna be good dads good moms good parents because you gotta be real selective and sometimes you don't know until you know and they fucking fall off the deep end once you're pregnant but yeah you got to be, I literally, I say this, like be selective about who you choose to procreate with. Yeah. Uh, but this person, someone else commented and they go, they were insinuating that you'll have sex to produce the second child. And Opie <laughs> goes, sorry, I didn't understand it that way. Like shocked emojis. Yeah. You guys, there are turkey basters. Don't you remember seeing the movie with Jennifer Aniston? That's, every time you say turkey baster, that's what I think of. She literally so, yeah. like inseminates herself in her house. And I've watched. Oh, wait. And then what happened? Wasn't it like her He's, best friend who switched the sperm? Yeah, he got drunk and switched it. Fucking dick. But, but I also have, beautiful. But you can buy sperm <laughs> online. I've seen um, a lesbian couple on TikTok. It's like buying like a fucking minnow or what are they called? What are they? When, what is it when you could like buy those little like fishy thingies? Tadpoles? Tadpoles. Was that what it was? Yes. Online, you could like buy tadpoles. Do you remember the little seahorse things you could get yes, on the vending machine yeah, at the yes, laundromat? Yeah. I was always- Oh, at the laundromat. No, I, I never went to the laundromat when I was young. I went to the laundromat all the time. That when was, I was like a growing rich up, thing for me. <laughs> going to the laundromat? <laughs> yeah. I thought that was like a poor people thing. Oh. Because that's like we didn't have a washer and dryer at our house, so we had to go to the oh, laundromat. Oh, I was thinking uh the dry cleaner. Dry cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is the laundromat where you do it yourself. Okay. We didn't have a washer and dryer when I was growing up at one of the places we lived. It was like an apartment complex thing. 
And so we'd go to the laundromat. And I was always so excited because I'd go to the quarter thing. And they were like these little like seahorse animal things. You'd get out of the quarter thing Mm -hmm. and you'd put them in a bowl with water and they'd they'd like come alive. It was so crazy. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I didn't think this. I don't think this person realized you could literally inseminate yourself if you wanted to. Nice. There's at-home kits nowadays. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of ready for the next story. And I don't know if it's because I'm just so ADD Let's today. go. Next. Okay, sorry. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> I'm down. Are you sure? Maybe people want more. Over it. They're, okay, cool. They're like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this one was posted a day ago. It is titled, Am I the asshole for not letting my mother-in-law and father-in-law help me with the baby? after their reaction to me being injured. I, 21 female, have a seventh-month-old son with my boyfriend. My family lives abroad and are coming to stay and help over Christmas time. For now, my mother-in-law and father-in-law, 60s, Deborah and Bob, are helping me with household stuff and the baby. So far, we haven't had any real issues, and they've been a massive help. About three weeks ago, I fell down the stairs— I wasn't holding the baby and the baby was safe. However, instead of helping me, Deborah and Bob both jumped to comfort the baby who was crying and left me at the bottom of the stairs. My legs were fine, but I was wobbly because of the shock and asked one of them to help me up. After nearly 10 whole minutes of being ignored, I managed to stand up on my own and hobble through to the living room. I sit down and Deborah says, quote, What happened to you? Are you okay? I'll admit, I saw red. I just said, I fell down the stairs. Didn't you hear me calling you for help? Deborah's eyes widen, and she said she was too busy fussing over the baby. After an hour, my arm was swelling up, and I was taken to the hospital. Luckily, it was nothing serious, and recovery time would be quick. After my boyfriend got home and his parents left, I told him I no longer want their help after today's events. I can manage on my own even though it'll be hard. He was taken aback and said, they've done a lot for us. I said I appreciated it all, but they ignored me crying and calling them for help for 10 minutes after I fell down the stairs. They didn't care about me, only the baby, and I was embarrassed I didn't see it sooner. He called his parents to let them know we wouldn't need their help anymore, and his dad said, quote, is it about today? We really didn't hear her. My boyfriend just told them they're invited to the Sunday roast this week, and that's all. I could tell he was not happy about my decision, but he said he went along with it because I'm the mother. Mm, That's good. Fast forward to Sunday, and my brother-in-law and sister-in-law are guests as well. Sister-in-law has a three-year-old and is totally on my side, but brother-in-law is not. He told me to, quote, be grateful to his parents for their support, as they're significantly more well-off than my parents, and paid paid for many newborn slash infant expenses and plan to pay for many more as the baby grows. Since then, Deborah keeps calling, asking if we need any help, and says she feels awful not seeing the both of you and that she misses the baby. Am I the asshole for not wanting them helping me in my day-to-day life? How do they not hear her? See, that's 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 the hard part is that if they didn't hear her, then it's like they didn't hear her. What could they have done? But how didn't they hear her? 
She fell down the stairs. Let me read the edits. Do you think that like they don't like her or like how could you just ignore someone? That's that's the hard part for me. How could you ignore someone who's screaming for help no matter who they are, even if you hated them? Literally. No matter who it was. Literally. Any time, like anyone, even if it was a fucking villain. Like if I could hate your fucking guts. And if I heard you get hurt, screaming for help, I would like run to try to help someone. I would too. I feel like that's a pretty common human reaction. So it's hard for me to believe that they did hear her. Does that make sense? So let me get into the edits and then we can get into this. Okay. So edit. Was the baby crying loudly enough that there's a possibility they didn't hear you? Question mark. No way. The baby stopped crying after 10 seconds and the stairs are like two meters from the living room. There's absolutely zero way they couldn't have heard me. One, I screamed as I fell. Two, the general noise of someone falling, including books falling and wall plates breaking. Three, me crying and shouting for help. I fell at the top of the stairs and fell all the way down. This wasn't a missed step and a bum shuffle down that hurt my pelvic bone. I truly fell down the stairs and cracked the banister. No way they didn't hear. Jesus. The baby also started crying after the initial smack, after I hit the ground. I just, I... What were they doing? I just have a hard time believing they would ignore her, to be honest. Like, how could they do that? I am truly Blown away and so confused. Like, I just, I feel like they actually didn't hear her because I can't imagine that anyone would ignore that. I'm very confused. It seems. And and maybe they were tunnel vision because because the baby did start crying immediately after the smack that all they thought of was, was the baby was crying. I don't know. I don't know. It's really hard for me to think that. Like, uh, do you think that they're just like crazy psychos? Like, because it's like hard for me to think that they are. But okay, the uh, what was it? The brother or the brother-in-law? The brother-in-law. He, that, that was, was a dick. That, that was, was a dick rude. move. Yeah, rude like, comment. Yeah, right. So I think since this has been posted, like OP, the overall vote on this one is not the asshole. Yeah, like people are like, you're justified. They're your feelings. Like whatever. Yeah, no, I don't think that they're the asshole. But I'm just trying to like break it down. Like I'm like no, but I think I'm looking at some of OP's responses to mm-hmm. other comments. And I do think some people said, you're the asshole. You're the asshole. Really? You go from they've been a massive help to cutting them off over a misunderstanding. This type of behavior doesn't help people understand each other. Lived happily together and the intimate. Talk Wait, to each is other he for God's sake. actually cutting them off or did he just, I thought he just uninvited them to something. OP just doesn't want their help during the week anymore. That's it. Okay. I just don't need your help. I literally fell down the fucking stairs and screamed and cried for your help. The baby stopped crying. What's the excuse? You didn't hear me? This, you know what this feels like? It feels like, you know, when you're like, you're young and you're like trying to get your mom's attention and you're sitting there, mom, 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 mom. Are you doing a stewie? Mom, mom, mommy, mom. (laughs) Oh, what's family guy? Oh, no, sorry. Stewie's been on my mind. I accidentally commented too soon on a post and I literally said same on a post about Stewie from Family Guy and it has over a thousand likes. So he's just been like really on my mind because I get a notification like every day. Wow. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I've never really seen that. Mom, mommy, mom, mom, mommy. Yeah, that's what it's giving though. Of it. Because the baby stopped crying. So can't you just picture her like crying at the bottom of the stairs after like, Books fell, 
plates fell off the wall and broke. The banister broke. And she's like, can anyone hear me? I'm not going to lie. And they're literally right there. I've actually, this is like kind of slightly triggering to me for not a good fucking reason at all. But I, no, I just, I've been alone. I've lived with roommates and with people my entire life. And now I just have one roommate. And I've never just had one roommate Mm. and she's been gone so much and she's out of town like within uh, Texas with her family. And I've been home alone for like, I'm going to be home alone for like a total of like 10 days or something like that. I'm not used to that in my entire life. And I just get like weird thoughts about like if I were to hurt myself and like who would come and find me like or if I were to die, how long would it take for someone to come and find my fucking rotting body? Like, oh. I just have it like really weird thoughts when like I don't I don't realize how scared I actually am. I'm so scared of being home alone until I'm alone. Like, I don't I feel like I'm like brave. Like I would like go on runs at night and my roommates would be like, don't do that. And I'd be like, no, it's fine. And then when I'm home alone, I'm just like, holy shit, because I also live in a really, really noisy area where I can you can hear what's going on outside. Mm-hmm. And so I'll sometimes wake up in the middle of the night to it. And instead of just like when I have a roommate, like I, I wake up to it and then I fall back asleep and I'm settled. But when no one's home, something about my entire body like goes into fight or flight mode and I get this adrenaline shock. And so I just this story is almost triggering to me because today I was just thinking like if like if I were to like die or get hurt, like how long would it take for someone to find me? Because I'm also Again, I don't want to blame this on being ADD, but like I do, I can be really bad with texting sometimes. I'm just like, I know. And so, and so I'm like, people kind of are used to that. So it's like, how long would it take for someone to come and find me? And I would just be like, I don't know. I feel like if you didn't talk to me for like three days, I'd come find you. Yeah, but three days, find my three friend. days too long. Like, I'd want you to find me in three hours. Like, <laughs> Then you better start responding faster. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. Because otherwise I'm going to be like, nah, it's just Lauren being Lauren. Literally, yeah. I'm not going to think, oh, her corpse is rotting. <laughs> I don't know. I, I shouldn't be laughing at that comment, but. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, But anyway, yeah. So that uh was a little bit triggering. Um, I, I can see I, why. Yeah, I know. I I would be super pissed if I was her too. And I also uh, respect that her husband is so just like ready to come to her defense. He's not happy about it, but he's saying, okay, I respect you. I respect your feelings. But I also do get why people are like, that's so dramatic. That's like, you know, they're, they're trying to help if they genuinely didn't hear. If they genuinely did not hear, then it does suck. It is a shitty situation. But if they've like showed like displays of this type of like microaggression like throughout their entire relationship and this was kind of just like the last straw, then I'm like, okay, I get it. But if like they genuinely did not hear and did not know, then that sucks. That's not fair that like they get so punished for something that like they had no idea about. So it's it's kind of a it's I don't really know my opinion, to be honest. Yeah. Well, someone there's a lot of responses from OP. So this would definitely be one to go find. Someone goes, what strange behavior on their part? Info. Have there been signs they hate you or are deranged? There have been instances. Deranged. Just like casually. Is there signs that they hate you or that they're deranged? <laughs> so aggressive. <laughs> yeah. There have been instances where they've forgotten what I've asked them. For example, I asked 
Bob, father-in-law, for some cans of soup, pasta, etc. Just so long as he didn't get this one brand of mac and cheese because it makes me gag. And he returned with the mac and cheese. It even said on the list, no mac and cheese. I will throw up. Okay, so it maybe does seem like it's a buildup of microaggressions. Um, someone goes, is it possible that your in-laws are, are... Oh, my God. <laughs> I am drunk. I know. Is it at all possible that your in-laws are hard of hearing? Was the TV on? Is it possible that they honestly didn't hear you? Sorry you fell. Not the asshole. I mean, if they are hard of hearing meaning they didn't hear all of the noise from the fall, including 10 minutes of me sobbing and yelling their names, asking for help, then they are not fit to take care of my kid. Fair. Yeah, that's fair. But I will say, OP does respond to someone that just says, I think you missed my point. Deaf and hard of hearing people are both perfectly fit to be parents and care for babies. The Um, point everyone is making you, and is it clear to everyone except you, is that, If they are hard of hearing and didn't realize it, are in denial of it, which would be the case with these specific people, given Mm -hmm. the context of this specific story, Mm -hmm. then they have not taken into account that they can't hear a baby cry and implemented solutions to account for that. Okay, that's... They just, they go on to say... That that actually was a really good, like, ad because that's very fair. So OP does respond to that. Thank you. One of my friends is hard of hearing and I trust her with the baby. Because she has the appropriate measures in place for someone living with deafness. I don't know every single thing in her house that is catered for deaf people, but she is totally, but she is totally. Let's change that totally. I like that. Capable of living a happy, independent life (laughs) with the measures she has in place. And I would be more than comfortable leaving the baby with her. The difference between her and my in-laws, assuming they're both losing their hearing and at the same rate, is that they don't care or are ignoring the problem, meaning they are not responsible enough. I think people must have came for her and been like, yeah, hard of hearing like, are perfectly capable. Yeah, yeah, and this is sense. the response. Well, and, too. It, that, and it does make sense. Like, absolutely. But like what, sh- what the response also makes so much sense. It's like it's it's the denial aspect that could make it dangerous. You know, like if you're like, OK, well, I'm hard of hearing, but I'm also in denial. So but if you're like, I'm hard of hearing. So here's the, what I put in place to make sure that everyone's safe. Fantastic. So it, it makes sense. Um, and I, I, it makes sense that there was clarification. Wait, so then what was your final consensus? I don't not even the know. Asshole. I don't even know what my final consensus was. I don't think not the asshole. If you don't feel safe with certain people helping you with a newborn baby, you are perfectly justified in that decision. Whatever your reasoning or reasons, things that have happened to make you feel that way. Like yeah. point blank, if you don't feel safe, I You're agree. good. Yeah, it's it's your family you have to look after. Like it's the now like once you have a baby, then it's like that is now your immediate family. And so your your like your parents and you know your siblings and everything, like they are still your family of course and you love them, but like once you have a baby, like that's your immediate family, that's your priority and like whatever like measures you have to take. I guess the only thing <laughs> sorry, sorry. What? <laughs> are my teeth red? No. Oh. Something just popped into my head though mm-hmm. as you're saying that and I think this is really interesting because this is that's totally where OP is coming from. She's mm-hmm. like, they didn't hear me crying and screaming after I fell down the stairs. Like, yeah. I don't trust them looking after my baby. And so OP is essentially saying, hey, I would rather deal with myself and falling down a flight of fucking stairs than deal with them helping me with a kid. 
Yeah. Like OP is like, I don't need them. I don't need their help. Yeah. Like they didn't help me when I fell down the stairs. Right. And it's not funny, but like at the same time, it's like, it's just like laughable. Like it's so laughable. They didn't hear you and help you that yeah. you're just like, what can you do? But like laugh. You know yeah. what I mean? Absolutely. Just I think the comical. Only, the only thing that comical? like I can't like the only thing I have a hard time with thinking about if my husband told me and this is different because this is not what's going on. Like they're just like, we don't need your help like 24-7, basically. Yeah. They're not but cutting them they're off. They're not cutting of, them off. No, yeah. So not this at is all. so this is like totally fine to me. But I do remember one time you told a story and it was with somebody else. I can't remember who I think like Alejandra. And you guys were talking about how there was like a um, a grandmother who like tried to like have the baby suck on her nipple or something which was like like super 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 fucked up but then basically like the the woman was like your mom's not like a I can't remember what it was but I thought it was something very extreme like your mom's not allowed around our baby anymore which like I guess it's not extreme and I don't have a baby so like I also I could imagine people would like would be like so furious about that. I'm going to be honest. Um, if Justin's mom tried to nurse my baby, you wouldn't want her to be around. I wouldn't be unsupervised. No. Family yeah. holidays. Sure. Yeah. No. And and I think unsuper- but, unsupervised is like different. I maybe I understood the story differently, but I thought it was like uh, they didn't want her to be around at all. Period. End of story. Yeah. I don't remember. I think it was mostly she was nannying full time mm, or something. Okay. Maybe that was. And it. so it was like they were like done with that. Nah, but girl. but I just out. I just think like I just picture if like my mom did some stupid mistake where she was trying to help and it was actually hurtful but like her intentions were good and my partner was like your mom is never around my baby ever again like how heartbreaking that would be Mm -hmm. for me you know so I I give like some sympathy in that aspect when people get like really extreme about it like the carrot cake yeah but like but like unsupervised well well, he he was just like just for like the hospital yeah that wasn't like ex like in eternal yeah but like I just think like unsupervised like that's fine you know whatever if you don't feel comfortable you don't feel comfortable it's your family family first like it's that's you got to protect like your baby first and foremost um but like to like not have you know a parent or a grandparent around in general at all that's the only time that I'm kind of just like damn you know like and like you said like maybe like maybe it has to be supervised moving forward but like they're not cutting them off. Yeah. I think it's totally fine. Yeah. It's fair. You just yeah. don't want their help during the day. Exactly. They proved incapable of helping. Yeah. Point blank. Moving on. Okay. Okay, let's get into these potatoes. So this one is titled, Am I the asshole for taking potatoes off of a guy's plate at a wedding? No. I just got back. <laughs> potatoes? Down. <laughs> I just got back from Absolutely my friend's <laughs> I just got back from my friend's wedding in Mexico. It was at a fancy, all-inclusive. Everyone mostly did their own thing with only a few group events planned, other than the wedding and reception, obviously. One of the group activities was dinner out at one of the restaurants that required a reservation. It was beautiful and the service was fantastic. One hiccup. The best man did not want potatoes. He wasn't allergic. Potatoes did not take out his parents in a dark alley, and he wasn't sworn to avenge them, as far as I know, anyways. What is the story? We got a comedian. Okay. (laughs) I speak Spanish, and after he asked me, I asked the waiter to please not serve him potatoes. Well, you know where this is going. 
He was maliciously served potatoes, and he would not shut up about it. He pointed out to everyone at our table that he had been served a starchy tuber against his will. Other tables were watching him and listening to him, getting upset about the potatoes. He ate the rest of his meal, but would not drop the potatoes. I couldn't take it anymore. I reached over and grabbed the potatoes with my hand and put them on my plate. And then I ate them. I would have done that too. Same. He just sat there stunned. Then he got up and went to his suite. He avoided me the rest of the time there, but he made sure to tell everyone what an asshole I was (laughs) and how unladylike my behavior was. Ew. Leave him. Bye. I just wanted him to shut the fuck up about the potatoes. Little bitch. My friend wants me to apologize for causing drama. Am I the asshole? No. Who hates potatoes this much? People with allergies against them. I'm sorry, but like if if every if you just told me the story was just the story and after she took the potatoes it ended, then I'd be like, okay, that's fine. But the fact that he went around telling people like this girl is unladylike, like shut up. You like stop. Like goofball. You, Why is he slandering you her? Absolute freak. <laughs> I mean, by the sounds of it, they tried to literally say, don't serve him potatoes. Just don't do it. Shit happens in the kitchen. Do you know how many times I actually gave people the wrong type of potatoes at Perkins? Yeah. Because there is a lot of options there. Serving is actually so strenuous. It happens. When I was serving, I just remember there were certain things that were so insanely overwhelming that like, I'm like, no one... No one could understand this. Like, no one understands why. It's like, it seems like it should be so simple. Like, from an outside perspective, when I look at people serving, I'm like, that looks easy. I don't know why, but it's not. It's It's not not. easy. It's hard. It's really hard. It is. And shit gets all over the place. And that's a busy kitchen. Your your meal is not the only one getting made in there. But you also have a lot of moving pieces, right? Like, your manager is mad at you because you put the glasses on a table that you weren't supposed to put a glass glasses on, like, while you were, while they were, this is actually a real story. I like was I took out an entire tray of glasses <laughs> to try to set all the tables and I like set one of them down on like an area that she like freaked out at. And then I have like I have her yelling at me and then I have, you know, like people being like, "Wait, could you bring me hot sauce?" and then them being like, "Wait, this is actually too hot. Could you bring me less hot sauce?" And then I have like people being like, "Oh, could you also grab me a drink?" And then you're talking to the kitchen and then you're telling people from the kitchen, "Can you bring me hot sauce that's less hot?" And then could you and then at the bar you're like, "Hey, by the way, uh you forgot to put salt on this one. Could you put salt on this drink?" And you're talking to the bar people. You're giving every there's, server there's so- listening nightmares yeah i used to have like Anxiety. serving dreams but um serving nightmares are probably the worst there's school nightmares work yeah. nightmares but if you've been a server there is nothing like the nightmares you get having been a server i wasn't a server long enough for them to stay in my consciousness i still now, have them so i, I st- still yeah i have school nightmares all the time i don't have serving nightmares anymore but when i was serving i did for <sighs> sure it's so bad i've had a repetitive nightmare Different scenarios, but same theme so much lately. And it's, it's, I'm in a play and I don't know I'm in a play. Whoa. And I find out right before I'm about to go on. Whoa. And I have to Google my lines or lyrics. And whoa. I had it again. That is a nightmare for sure. <laughs> I had it again. Sorry, I just wanted to tell something. 
Oh my God. But tell me what you want to say. But I had it again recently and I had to like wake myself up. It was so bad. Go. Okay. I had the most, the like maybe everyone's going to be like, shut up. That's not crazy. But to me, it was so crazy. Okay. So I was about to go to bed and before like I go to bed, I like to have my like Sharpie pen next to my journal so that when I wake up in the morning, I like write my schedule. No, 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 not not my dreams. I I write my schedule. So, and I like to like, if I don't have it all like set up perfectly there, then sometimes I wake up and I'm like lazy and la la la. So it helps me to be more productive. So right before I went to bed, I was looking for my Sharpie pen. I couldn't find it anywhere. And then I was like, whatever, fuck it. I go to bed. I wake up and I'm holding my Sharpie pen like a fucking teddy bear like this. And I wake up and I'm like, is this a dream? And then I'm like, it's not. I was literally holding my sharpie pen i don't know how i found it what? how it got in my hand it was it was mind-blowing to me and That's i just interesting i know and i i like keep Do you forgetting think you're sleepwalking i think it was in my bed i think that it was somewhere in my sheets and i think i was moving around and i felt it and i think in my consciousness i was like oh yeah i was looking for you i, I think love, that's what happened i absolutely love having conversations with you when you're sleeping <laughs> I don't know how to take that comment. <laughs> I do it to Justin too because he never knew he was a sleep talker, but he is. I'm not like a big sleep talker though. It does happen from time to time. Mm, you definitely chat. I just I think maybe it was just when I was sleeping next to you. I was I was like, this is my girlfriend. I'm a chat. My boyfriend's never tell me that. Oh my god, you're a sleep talker, but he is too, and it's so funny because he'll be like, the goat went outside, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like. What goat? We don't have a goat. The goat had Where did the hair. goat come from? And he'd be like, you got that goat and the goat won't go away. And I'm like, I just like play into it. It's so fun. That's hilarious. I love sleep talkers. Wow. I think they're so entertaining. Damn. But uh, back to this one. Mm-hmm. What do you think the overall vote on potato was? Um, I, I would say not the asshole. You would be correct. Yeah. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Top comment, not the asshole. Don't worry about it. This is small potatoes. Uh, <laughs> well played. Someone else goes, he's got some kind of chip on his shoulder about potatoes, doesn't he? Behaving like a duchess for being served the wrong food. He expected you to be the fondant of all knowledge with your Spanish language skills. I don't know why he needed to make such a hassle about it all. It would have made my blood boil too. And I think that's like the drama in this where it's like, Okay, you didn't want potatoes. You got potatoes. Don't eat them. I also just think it's weird when Don't people like, like find a way to like start drama at weddings, you know? Like it's kind of like, so it should just goofy. be like just one day where you just kind of like focus on the fact that there are two people or, you know, multiple people, their families that are paying thousands of dollars to make this one event go on and just focus on them, you know? And so whenever like people like kind of like when I hear drama about like weddings like that between people at party, it's kind of like for what? For what? Why? Loser. Like I was at a I was at a wedding like years ago and I (laughs) this this guy walked up to me and he was like, oh, like, how do you know the bride and groom? And I was like, oh, like, I'm, I'm actually a plus one. And, um, you know, I don't I don't know them super well, but I met them one time and I absolutely adore them. I was like specifically the bride. I think she's so incredible, like just the most beautiful, like ray of sunshine. I just absolutely adore you her. You were being so nice. 
And then and then he turns her and then he goes, oh, cool. And I go, how do you know the bride and groom? And he goes, the bride's my daughter. And I go, oh, I was like, well, good thing that I good thing that I said, you know, like wonderful nice things about things. it. And I was like, can you imagine if I said anything negative? And then he just looks at me. He goes, I would have asked you to leave my house immediately. And then he walks away. And I was like, whoa, that's so weird. Like, what? Uh, what is that's so strange. What? It was so, and I think that he was just overly stressed, like trying to make his wedding rounds at to his everyone. House, yeah, wedding at his house. Of it. Yeah, and was like so stressed. But I was like, that could have like started like drama if I was like a angry person. That's wild. <laughs> you know, that's very weird, right? People I, just, like imagine if I just responded like, "Oh my god, yeah." And then if you would have said that, I would have been like, "And then you can go fuck yourself." As I was leaving, he'd be like. What the fuck? Like, to like put it into perspective, you know, it's like, what? what? It's quite strange. <laughs> it's so strange. Don't sweat the small stuff, people. Yeah. Don't sweat the small stuff. Moving along. So this next one. Am I the asshole for moving my roommate's insulin out of the way? So my 27 male roommate, 23 female, is a type 1 diabetic, and she stores her insulin in the refrigerator. I decided to throw a huge surprise party for my best friend, 28 male. This weekend, I knew the party would be a massive hit, and I was super excited to see the look on his face when he walked in. To make the party unforgettable, I ordered a giant custom-made ice cream cake, which needed to be kept in the fridge. When I got home with the cake, I realized there wasn't enough room in the fridge for it. My roommate wasn't home, so I couldn't ask her if I could rearrange her stuff. I saw her insulin and I thought it would be no big deal if I took it out for a few hours while the party was going on. Just to make room for the cake. I mean, I didn't think she would need it during the party, since she wasn't even invited. Mm. Anyways, my roommate came home unexpectedly during the party, noticed her insulin was missing, and absolutely freaked out. She started yelling at me in front of all of my guests, making a scene, and totally ruining the vibe. She went on this whole rant about how this type of insulin spoils quickly at room temperature or something, and she made a big scene of throwing it all out. I looked it up, and I'm 90% sure she's exaggerating. She had to take some emergency insulin she keeps in her room and left the party visibly upset. Now everyone's telling me I'm the asshole for taking her insulin out of the fridge, even though it was only for a few hours. I think she overreacted, and it's not my fault she came home early. Am I the asshole? Yeah. I'm blown away <laughs> how someone would think it's acceptable to touch another person's medical supplies or device. Yeah. Fuck you. And even, You're peculiar in the brain yeah. if you think it's normal to move someone's insulin without asking. And, and even if it was okay— even if it was okay, like he said, I'm 90 percent sure that it was not a okay. hundred. But like, even if he did his research and he actually, which he, if he no, did his oh, research, oh, for he that. probably did it after the fact. He probably, you know what I mean. So that's what he did. But like, he said, he said, I'm 90 percent sure right. she's overreacting. Right. And it's like, really, it's not your insulin, bitch. Yeah. Fuck. Do you, you. have diabetes? Don't touch no. anyone's shit. Don't. Point blank. Done. Done. Don't touch nope. people's shit. Yeah. Not their leftovers. No, it happens, but yeah. definitely don't touch their insulin. Yeah, and it's like if I, I did you say that because of what I did to Alejandro one time? You like eating leftovers? 
<laughs> one but it time happens. I, one time I came home drunk and I like ate um not even the full thing, just a little bit of salmon like, from Nobu. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I was like drunk and I was like, this looks good. And then I texted her and I was like, I'm so sorry, I ate some of your leftovers. I didn't eat all of them, but um. And I was like, what can I like buy you and like replacement? <laughs> and she was just like, it's fine. And then I, that's when I knew it was a big deal. I was like, Ooh, oh, no, it is not <laughs> fine. But yeah, I mean, leftovers for me are a no go. I freak out like that. I'm like, you ate my leftovers. Yeah. I go Hulk green. Well, and that's why. And I, I feel that, too. So like because like I get so excited about leftovers. I don't sometimes leftovers are better than like the real thing. But if I've ever done that a few times in my life. I would never not replace it, if that makes sense. Immediately. Yeah. No, this person's just a fucking idiot. So a lot of comments from OP were actually removed by the moderators Mm -hmm. because they were so outrageous. But someone caught them, a couple of them, and they commented. So thank you, Starchild812, for catching this. But they go, OP's comments have all been removed by the moderator, it looks like. But he left one saying that they didn't have fridges in historical times and diabetics were fine. For historical context, if you were diagnosed with type 1 diabetes prior to 1920s or so, you would almost certainly be dead within three months. I just can't imagine taking anyone's, like, something that's not food out of the fridge don't touch people's shit. Because, like, I, when I was younger, my dad gave me some, uh, like, teeth whitener things because he's a dentist. And I put them in the fridge. And I'm just picturing if someone were to take them out of the fridge, like, they'd probably be fine. But it'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? And, like, when it's something that's, like, life-threatening and, like, this is her lifeline. If she doesn't have what this. What the fuck are you doing? What an idiot. What a fucking idiot. <sighs> Yeah. Pretty peculiar. Yeah. Pretty Again, peculiar. Again, it's all of these stories, too, are people that are, like, not trying to be an asshole. They're just being stupid. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely stupid. Okay. How you feeling? How are you feeling? Pretty good. I don't know. I just have a weird feeling of, like, unresolved. I just, like, I want more. I feel unresolved, more. too. I, I honestly... Feel, I feel like maybe this was a... I genuinely did not want to record at all. Really? No, not at all. Is that this, why you put it off for a couple of days? Yeah, I yeah. just have been in such a like weird headspace. I've that been I'm, like, very depressed. Yeah, I like, have since everything happened. I've been like very like shell shocked. I like that's not a term to use lightly, but I've been like very like I told Alejandra I was like I could literally curl up in a ball and cry in my room for a week. Yeah, I've like I it's it's been this mental battle and like just I just I just I couldn't even imagine myself actually like showing up and and responding and recording so the fact that I'm here and I'm trying shows I think you did good do you want (laughs) do you want one lighter one to kind of end end it off yeah I'd love to end on a lighter note okay trigger warning for poop based on the title I haven't read the story I love poop stories. But it's trending right now on Am I the Asshole? So here we go. Two days old. Am I the asshole for explaining to a man who refused to mind his business what happens in graphic detail if I drink regular cow's milk in my latte? I had some tests to run at my local hospital today. 
In the hospital is a coffee place. It isn't Starbucks, but it's a local place that has a few locations in my area. When I was all done with my medical stuff, I decided to treat myself to a coffee. I got in a long line behind a man that I noticed kept muttering about something. I noticed every time someone in front of him ordered a coffee with some sort of plant milk, he would mutter louder. Finally, he was up to order. He looked around and loudly said, I want a regular drip coffee with real milk, not this frou-frou bullshit everyone drinks these days. The barista rolled her eyes and got his coffee. He was standing nearby messing with his drink or something. I ordered a latte with oat milk. I was kind of waiting for him to say something, but I wasn't officially instigating because I always get oat milk. This guy looks at me and says, you know that's not milk, right? I said, yeah, I know. He then says, it won't kill you to drink regular milk, right? It's good for you. Now, here's where I might be the asshole. I said, quote, yeah, it won't kill me, but I don't want to Hershey squirt all the way home. I don't want to shit myself right now until there is nothing left in my stomach. So if you don't mind, I will take my oat milk latte and not shit myself. Thanks. How is that an asshole? The guy applause. <laughs> the guy threw his coffee away and left. Good. <laughs> Bye, bitch. The barista was in shock. Now I feel bad, and my husband said it was kind of uncalled for, no. but he also laughed so hard when I told him. I get so annoyed when people decide they have some sort of out-of-pocket thing to say to me. Absolutely. I love this. Also, oat milk and almond milk, especially a vanilla almond milk, tastes way better anyways. You're debating that. No, 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 that no, no, last no, bit no, threw no, you no, off. No, 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 no. I'm still thinking about this guy. I'm like, what a fucking loser. You're going to judge other people for what they consume, right? Like people you don't know for what they consume. And then when they actually tell you the reason why they don't consume what you're pissed about, you're going to throw your coffee away and run away like a little bitch. Go fuck yourself. Sorry, but seriously. <laughs> Enough said. Top comment like, on this one. <laughs> Well, he did ask, and you let him know mm -hmm. in no uncertain terms. And there are horrible stomach and intestinal problems that follow. Some people need to hear it and be disgusted in order for them to leave others alone and shut their mouths. What is his problem anyway? You eat your coffee the way you like it? I don't know. This person has a typo. And that's that. What do I give a shit if you drink oat milk? As long as you don't yeah, force me to weird. drink it, I don't care. Not it's the weird. asshole. That's, that's why I'm like... I love oat milk. I, I have like a hard time with like stories like this. That's why... Um, dating back to when we talked about the homeschool teacher story, the reason why I was so, all I was trying to do was be incredibly sensitive to people that are homeschooled and homeschool teachers. And by, on accident, I ended up like hurting other people's feelings by just trying to be like really like delicate around the, like those feelings. But the reality is, is like, you just, you can't tell people what to do like what decisions to make like that you can't tell them how to that's why like so it's like it's yeah. just kind of like it's like a pointless like conversation because it's kind of like unless you want to sit them down and be like hey like i'm really worried because of xyz 
let then, people live. Right. Like, but then otherwise, like, if you're just going to, like, like bully them, they're just going to get more, like, stronger and stronger on their own, um, like, defense and defend, like, their take. If you, like, come at them in, like, a negative way, if you actually, like, are concerned because you care about them, sit them down and say, I'm worried. You know? Yeah. Because you can't tell people, like, how to raise their children. You can't tell people what to eat. You you just you can't no. you have to sit them down and say you're worried if you're worried or otherwise you have to mind your fucking business. I just wish like and I think like the world right now and I get this is like very unreasonable or unattainable, but I just wish everyone would like mind their own business when it doesn't hurt them, when it doesn't yeah. affect them. It's just like well, why why can't you accept people that are different than you? Why can't you let people that are different than you be happy and whole and have a great life? Like, why do you feel that your way is right and the only way? I just want all of us to just like, yeah, OK, we talk shit about these Reddit stories and we say, oh, no, that's not right. That's not wrong. But hmm. this is kind of harmless. Also, things. It's anonymous. When it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, well, can we give you better advice? Right. So maybe you shouldn't accept your hus- ex-husband's sperm. Maybe, but I think you should if you do take that choice. But you know what I mean? Like when it's innocuous things. Well, some things that, is, um, we're getting we're getting into the weeds here. But I think that a lot of people are like afraid that what they're doing is not right. And by telling other people that they're wrong, it makes them feel like what they are doing is right. More if that justified. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, but it's like, and that's why it's so, it's so strange. Cause it's like, why should it affect you? If someone drinks oat milk, if someone, you know, does X, Y, Z, like, why do you, why do you care? Yeah. Why do you care? I don't know. And I would love to get to a point where we can all be happy and healthy. And obviously there's going to be bad people. There's going to be shitty behavior, but behaviors that aren't hurting anyone. Let it go. Let it go. Babies are going to cry. Shit's going to happen. But let's all just do good things and be good people to the best of our abilities and things like that. Just mind mind your own P's and Q's, as they say. But that's all I got for this episode. I love you all. Thank you all for being here. I know there are many, many people out there struggling right now and just trying to have some sense of normalcy and feel good in this world and it can be tough so I hope this at least was a distraction for you and just know we're thinking about all of you and appreciate your support so so much me and Morgan have been um talking a lot about this will come out a few weeks later but we have been talking a lot about our pain and seeing people suffer and it's it's been it's been really hard it has I've been a wreck I've been a wreck all week so um I know I don't know what will be happening by the time that you release this but I I just want to send so much love to absolutely everybody because whether it's extremely close to home to you or whether you're just an outsider looking you know in this is it's I just want to send a lot of love because it's a really hard time. And it it does affect all of us. Like you might not feel connected, but like there's ripple effects and you're you're only separated by a couple degrees. And yeah. We just all need to come together and like 
I'm sure I will mention this in the episode with Justin that gets put out before, but Mm -hmm. I used to laugh when beauty pageants, they'd ask like, what do you want? Blah, 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 blah. And they'd say, world peace. And And it was always a joke, right? Right. Oh, such a joke. What a callous answer. What? God, she wasn't smarter to come up with something. And I think about it now and I'm like, God, no, I think I would have the same answer. Mm -hmm. In an ideal world, or if you could have anything, what would you want? world fucking peace truly on that note until next time guys bye love you guys